Hello, welcome to what I'm looking at. Can you even believe that this is a new episode of what I'm looking at? It's still going, it's still happening. Actually, I am very surprised that this podcast isn't a global sensation by this point. I mean, I've been doing it for several years you would think that word would have gotten around by now and that millions of people would be listening every week. But, you know, I understand that there are a lot of podcasts out there to listen to. It's, it's intimidating. So I, under, I, do, I guess I understand a little bit. But um, I'm crossing my fingers that by this time next year, we will have blown up and um, and I'll be going on sort of like world tours just with a table of things to look at and people in, in packed theaters will be just sitting there listening to me describe what I'm looking at. Maybe there'll be like items behind little curtains and there'll be a camera person filming and then it will be... Pro- be projected big on the screen and the first part will just be me describing what I'm looking at and then there'll be a big reveal where this little curtain is drawn back and then the audience gasps at the at the differences between what I was saying and the image in their mind and the actual object anyway I hope that will happen that sounds really fun would you come to that I invite you already if you're a listener right now, uh, email me and say, I'm here right now, and then I'll take your name and I'll put you on a special list of early early uh, listeners, and you, you'll you get a free ticket. That's a promise. Just email me, what I'm looking at, podcast at gmail.com. I've been checking it regularly now. I remember these days. If you're new here, this is a podcast about what I'm looking at. I am looking at something right now. I'll tell you about it in a sec. Um, I like to just look at something and tell you all about it as as a sort of break in the day. This is your time to relax and just listen to some, something that doesn't really matter. But maybe it does matter. You, you're not sure why I'm doing it, but it's put online and on some platforms that you trust so you just go along with it but maybe it's relaxing to you maybe you fall asleep maybe you've never even gotten through a full episode uh today is sunny it's another sunny day yesterday was sunny as well i went to swim in the water in the sea it was amazing and i wish you had been there I took some leftover spaghetti with me, and I ate spaghetti while watching the waves crash against the rocks. I hope you get to do that one sometime in your life if you haven't already done that. Should we start? I think we should start. I'm looking at bicarbonate of soda. And here in the UK, they call it bicarbonate of soda. 
In the U.S., it's called baking soda, just like baking powder. I'm actually happy that it's called something different because it can it can form a different association in my mind. I always got baking powder and baking soda confused in my mind before, but now, since they have kind of different names, bicarb of soda and baking powder, I can keep them apart a little better. And the reason I have this bicarb of soda is because I got a rug, this really large rug for under my bed, and it, at first, nothing was wrong with it. I mean, I didn't think anything was wrong with it. But then I noticed that there was an odor emanating from one corner of the, the rug, and I could smell it at night when I was trying to go to sleep. It was really distracting and disturbing. I'm not sure what the smell is. I think it's some kind of exotic urine because it does have that slight, like, animal-y smell. I got the rug from Turkey, so it's some kind of Turkish animal urine. Maybe one of you has some insight into this, uh, but I don't think it's human urine. I, I think maybe it might be, yeah, I don't know, just some animal I'm not familiar with is urine. And I was looking up online how to get smells out of rugs, and one of the recommendations was to pour baking soda all over it and then leave it for 24 hours and then vacuum it up. And you know that I didn't mind vacuuming it up. It was very satisfying. So I actually have already gone through a tub of, one tub of, of baking soda, but I got this other one because the smell didn't fully come out and I need to repeat the process. And also I've been wanting to brush my teeth with some with some baking soda because while while I was doing my research I found out that if you brush your teeth with it it can remove some stains and I mean I'm not going to lie I, I like my tea and I don't brush my teeth ever after every tea I have or else I would always be brushing my teeth constantly. It's just not practical for my fast-paced life. So, long story short, I have this bicarb of soda, and I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to look at it closely and slowly for you. Okay. First of all, it's in a container. It's a plastic container. I know. I'm going to repurpose this I think what I'm going to do is put some old batteries in here and use it as a collection hub for my batteries because I always am thinking, where, where do I put my old batteries for a collection? And uh, then I don't know. Like, sometimes I put them in a weird drawer and then I think, are these good batteries or bad batteries? So if they're in here, then I'll know they're bad batteries and I have to go put them in the special battery recycle bin at the grocery store which I'm not sure if they do that here I'll have to investigate anyway it's a plastic tub with a plastic label wrapped around that has all the information but in my haste in my excitement opening this 
I ripped some of the film off of the container, so some of the information is just lost forever, and we will never know what it says. But a plus side to that is that I could see more about what's going on underneath the label, which is not much. So an overview of this, it's about three inches high and uh, three inches in circumference. It's a circular, tubular container of this soda. It's got, it's white plastic with a red lid. So the, underneath the label, it's a white plastic tub with a red lid. And the red lid has a, a, uh, it's flat for a second but then it goes up to a kind of plateau and it's got a pop top. That was me popping it open and here's me closing it. It clicks nicely to let you know it's closed. There's no danger of it spilling. The red is a very classic fire engine red and the white is, I would say, like a cool white, definitely a bright white, not any eggshell white type white. On top of the lid, there's some words and letters and numbers printed in computery black font. It says, best before end. December 2021, L0169C, 2246, <laughs> which again is the time that, the exact time that this will, will expire, spontaneously combust. Now there's a lot on this label, so I'm going to go ahead and just start rolling with this. I would say the overall color of this label, even though there's a lot of colors, is teal. And I was thinking about this. I'm not sure that we've ever discovered something of a teal color together. This is a very bright teal, bluish green in the background. But on the top, around the circumference of the label, um, the border, it's two red lines sandwiching a blue line in the middle and the background is white I guess just for decoration and then the turquoise starts and I'm looking at the front right now so we're going to go down the front and the front I'm just calling it the front because it's where the description of what it is is like where it would be sitting on the shelf for people to figure out what it is I'm going to go from top to bottom. I'm doing laundry right now. You might be able to hear the water working its way through the system. We have a brand name here. It's in an oval. And it's in... The oval has a red border. And then it's white inside. And it says Dr. Oetker, D-R... O-E-T-K-E-R. And then in the 
an oval within the oval is a silhouetted profile of a person. It looks like a person with curly hair. It's a red oval with the profile is white. Not much to say about the profile. It's just a person with hair. And it stops. It's like a bust of a person. And the Dr. Otaker Otaker is in a very plain sans-serif blue color, the same blue color as the line of the border up top. It's a bold font. Looks like, you know, just a run-of-the-mill sans-serif font, really. And that emblem is sitting on top of the teal color. But then what happens is a sort of swoosh element. It's dividing this teal color with what I'm going to tell you about next. And the swoosh, it's, you know, it's a line going from left to right, swooping up. And it's done, it's rendered in a way that looks like it's supposed to be shiny or metallic, but it's in the same teal kind of color, just darker than the background. And then we have the main image of the front, which is, roughly speaking, just a plate of pancakes on a wooden table. But the background is this like textured black background with kind of like scratchiness to it and I think it's supposed to give the impression of yeah like a wooden table but there's like a weird spotlight on the pancakes in blue it's like a blue spotlight and then the pancakes actually look pretty good like warm toned I always think it's an interesting idea to to associate food with the color blue because it's pretty rare that a food is like something you eat would be blue. It's not an appetizing color, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But they've made that decision. The blue spotlight, oh, I dropped it, I'm holding it. <laughs> uh, the blue spotlight is actually the kind of like teal, so I guess that was their thinking to tie this picture in with the background color of this container. They just chose to go with the blue spotlight. So here we have, up top, um, to the right-hand side, there's another emblem, and it's in black and white, and it looks kind of like the Converse brand. There's a star in the middle, and black, and then a white circle. And then inside the the circle, sorry, outside of the white circle, it's like the white circle is being bordered by another black circle. It says, perfect rise since 1891. So I guess they've been supplying this perfect rising bicarbonate of soda since 1891, which is quite a while for someone to be in business. Nicely done, Dr. Oetker. Moving on, we have the title, 
what I call the title of this baking soda. It says simply bicarbonate of soda. And if you remember the Weedabix episode, you'll remember that I described a sort of stamped effect text. And this is, I swear, the same exact text as that, except for it's in white. It's a sans serif, all caps, narrow, bold, stamped effect font in white. Did I already say that? And the bicarbonate is smaller than the of soda, and it's sitting on top of the image of the pancakes, well, kind of to the side, but a little bit overlapping. And right under that, it says, perfect for cookies and soda bread. And that text is in a, I think it's supposed to look handwritten in cursive, and it's sort of, there's, it's white, but it's got parts of it that are kind of yellowish brown. Looks like they tried to make it look aged for some reason. I had to take a break just now because my stomach was grumbling so loud that it was getting into the recording and I had to eat something. (laughs) I guess the pancakes on this label were making me hungry. I'm still hungry. I would still eat some pancakes. So we have the text of the perfect for cookies and soda bread, bottom left. Then this is the picture of the pancakes. Are you ready? There's four and they're thick. I think that's the point that you see that they've risen they're not flat pancakes. They're fluffy, thick pancakes that have been that have risen with aid from this bicarbonate of soda. I wonder if I... No, I don't have any flour. I'm just wondering if I could make some pancakes since I have this bicarbonate of soda. But you need flour for that, I guess. Or else I would make some. So there's four pancakes stacked up in a very pleasing manner. They're kind of offset. So there's number one on the bottom. Then the second one has been stacked to the right of that one, and then the third one is stacked to the left, so it's a nice kind of interlocking stack of pancakes. And I don't know about you, but I I have never managed to eat a whole stack of pancakes. I could only I can only eat one pancake. And even when I eat one pancake, I have to have it with a side of something savory like hash browns or some other potatoes or yeah, really just potatoes, I guess. I love potatoes. Breakfast potatoes and pancakes. And what else would I like to have? Hmm. Maybe, I mean, that sounds pretty perfect. They are golden brown in color. And they have some syrup dripping down like like a waterfall not a waterfall, but a trickle of water through some rocks starting at the top on the top pancake just drizzled down onto the plate. The plate is a clear glass plate. I suppose it could be plastic, but I can see the wood grain through the bottom of the plate, so it's some kind of clear material, translucent material. On top of the pancake, 
the top pancakes pancake is a raspberry and two blueberries and then on the side of the plate next to the stack is another one raspberry and one blueberry and then on the front right corner of the plate there's three blueberries and one a third of a raspberry and I can't entirely tell if anything in this image is photoshopped but it kind of looks real. Everything is... Well, the blueberries do look a little bit big in comparison to the pancakes now that I'm thinking about it, unless they're really small pancakes. It looks good. It's, it's appetizing. It's making me want to eat them. And it's making me think it's a good idea to use this bicarbonate of soda to attain this level of pancake fluffiness. Although I, I do love a flat pancake as well. You can't go wrong with a pancake of any style. Savory, sweet. Have you ever had like a, a scallion green onion pancake? So good. And then right below the plate it says serving suggestion. And I'm not sure what that means, uh, if it's referring to the pancakes. I, that's confusing. What is the serving suggestion that you, that you make pancakes? Is that the suggestion that you serve them as four pancakes with some, with six blueberries and three raspberries? I don't know. That's pretty much the front of the container. I'm going to rotate this, and this is the side or the part where I've ripped open, I've raccooned this open, and so th the top portion of this is, we don't know what it says, but let me just start reading from where I can. The first word I can make out, which is half gone, is just baker's. And then from there on, we have all the information. Our bicarbonate of soda delivers a gentle rise, ideal for gingerbread, parkin, cookies, pancakes, and soda bread. I'm wondering what parkin is. P-A-R-K-I-N. Parkin. No idea what that means. And then, so that's on a light yellow background, like so light yellow that it's almost white. And this next section is in on top of a very light teal color box. And also the font is black and in sans serif, just a very plain run of the mill as usual, easy to read font. But the title before these bullet points is in teal, the same teal as the background, and it's in all bold, all caps, sans serif font, and it says, get baking, exclamation point, bullet point, this, these are bullet points now, use the quantity of bicarbonate of soda as stated in your recipe, thank you for that advice, always use a dry spoon, and close lid after use. To make a simple baking powder, 
Use one part bicarbonate of soda to two parts cream of tartar. Is that what baking powder is? Just baking soda mixed with cream of tartar? And then another title here in bold teal, did you know? Bicarbonate of soda can also be used to, to keep your home clean. Simply form a paste from one tablespoon of bicarb and one tablespoon of water, then use as a homemade cleaning solution. I did clean my bathtub with it and my sink. For more tips and inspiring recipe ideas, visit www.oatker.co.uk, www.oatker.ie. And then there's a symbol in a teal circle with three hands rising up. And one's holding a spoon, one's holding a whisk, and one is holding a bowl. A bowl. And that says, join webake.co.uk, the social network for bakers. Wow. Then there's a graphic here. And it's got three recycling symbols. Two of them are in green and one of them is in black with a line through it. The first one says tub widely recycled, lid widely recycled. The third says sleeve not yet recycled. So this, this uh, protective or informational plastic that's used to give me all this information cannot be recycled. That's a bummer. I'm rotating it a little bit now. We're back on the, well, we've always really been on the teal background, but we see more of it right now. There's a smaller, lighter teal box containing the following information. Bicarbonate of soda. Ingredients. Raising agent. E500 sodium carbonates. And in a teal oval, it has, there's a check mark and it says suitable for vegans. Good to know. And that is white text in the teal box. And then a get in touch title, which is in teal, bold, all caps. And this part is just in the black sans serif. Dr. Oetker, UK Limited, 4600 Park Approach, Thorpe Park, Leeds, LS158 GB UK, CRT at oetker.co.uk, Dr. Oetker, Ireland Limited, Unit E13, Block E, Calmont Park, Ballymount, Dublin 12, Ireland. CRT at oatker.ie Best before end, see top of pack, store in a cool, dry place. And then there's a teal heart floating underneath that. There's a, an emblem here in a light... What kind of blue is this? It's like a... I'm having a hard time figuring out what type of blue this is. It's kind of like a light royal blue. It says, we support SOS Children's Villages UK. And there's, I guess, their logo, which is two kids running in a field of wheat. And this emblem is like a circle with wavy edges. 
And then we have a barcode. 5000254019068 carat. And it's telling me that this is 200 grams. And they want me to follow them, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, but they don't put any information. It's probably just at Dr. Oatker. So go ahead and follow them for some pancake recipes, perhaps. It's got, um, the follow us is actually in the same stamped effect font as the bicarbonate of soda on the front and the Weedabix. And that is the whole container of the bicarbonate of soda, all the information that we have access to. I hope that they will consider using a recyclable label in the future going forward, or maybe even a compostable one. And maybe even they want to switch to glass and metal Dr. Oetker, if you're listening, I recommend those following, those, pre- those previously stated <laughs> recommendations. Wow, what am I talking about right now? I'm going to go get some more food. I thought that a whole bowl of rice with vegetables was going to be enough, but I was wrong. And uh, perhaps go out to buy some flour and make myself some dinner pancakes. Because what is better then breakfast for dinner. I challenge you to tell me about something that's better than that. Maybe I'll make some potatoes and have some pancakes. Thank you so much for listening and being here with me and listening to what I'm looking at. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you later. Yes, at a later date. Until next time.